Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.P. Derogi. This week, Cruising for Love by K. O'Rourke. Breaking news, notorious hacker known only by the handle The Tinker has struck again. Authorities have issued a galaxy-wide arrest-on-site order for The Tinker, who is allegedly responsible for the recent bankrupting of the intergalactic luxury cruise line Loveliners. As we have pieced it together, the hacker contaminated the cruise ship's matchmaking algorithm with her new virus, embezzling millions of credits as Loveliner stock plummeted. Coalition detective Wit Speculo refused to comment on the ongoing investigation or how far the Tinker's latest stunt has spread, but assured reporters every attempt would be made to catch the culprit and stabilize the... Tink dismissed the story running in her oral implant and waved her skeleton keycard over the control room door. Rusted cogs. She'd known hacking from the dilapidated cruiser that had once been the SS Aphrodite. Loveliner's crown matchmaking jewel was a risk. But she'd anticipated having more time. She was going to have to hope her pod's hyperdrive had been repaired by the less-than-stellar mechbots while she put the finishing flourish on her final hack. Proximity alert. Coalition enforcement space cruiser approaching. Six light strobes out. Damn. She needed a gap in the ship's mainframe to transfer all the credits she'd skimmed from Loveliners into untraceable accounts. She thought she'd made it free and clear, and was skimming through a wormhole to the hedonist galaxy when she realized her bank balance was woefully low for someone who had embezzled over half a triton of credits. She should have been rolling in it, but while she was executing her getaway, the virus she'd named Oberon on a whim had mutated from sleek binary columns to spiraling pansy-like petals, and it had backtraced her code on clinging vines, forming a shield around the banking infrastructure and denying her access. Without funds and in desperate need of a hideout, she'd caught sight of the SS Aphrodite limping through the outer rim of the galaxy and figured it was as good a place as any to clean up her mess before getting gone. Of course, now the Coalition had a lock on her position, so she was a bit pressed for time, and Oberon was proving itself to be rather stubborn. All she had left to do was override the virus pockmarking Aphrodite's systems with its delusions of true love and crack into the ship's banking hub. A quick caress of the keys, and her credits would be free to lead her to the tantalizing wild of the hedonist galaxy's fourth quadrant. Tink snorted, petting her synthetic hand over her jump drive as she slid it into the access port. Oberon, Insidious swirls of thieving white binary imbued with all her cleverness was the only thing she'd ever truly loved. Well, that and credits. It was a shame she had to destroy it to make her escape. Proximity alert. C.E. space cruiser approaching. Five light strobes out. Tink yanked herself back on task. She'd embedded Oberon with her own slightly bent moral code and a penchant for impersonating authority figures. How ironic that her fate rested on her ingenious programming skills winning the war over her most vicious creation. If she could get through the... A pop-up window burst onto the large screen and she slammed a fist on the control board. The Oberon virus was awake. The tinker would prefer candlelit dinner or starlit picnics, the pop-up queried. She dismissed it. 
Oberon had begun the week as a nuisance and grown increasingly insistent in its attempts to find her a match. No wonder. The Aphrodite was the last remaining relic of the Loveliner's fleet. The virus that had lampooned it had left it a shell of its former self, but the course of true love coded into every program had taken a maniacal bent with the virus's influence. She had her millions, or she would, as soon as the transfers hit her newly forged identity. Proximity alert! CE space cruiser approaching! Four light strobes out! The pop-up window interrupted again. What is your love language? Click. Dismissed. She checked the security footage. The cruiser loomed closer. On the security feeds, she could see the few squatters on board the Aphrodite scrambling into ducts and hideouts. Another pop-up. Again, she hit escape, but the query remained. Species preference. Rigid or flexible? She toggled to flexible, then wove around Oberon's hive of code into the mainframe and hit enter. A quick glance at the maintenance room security feed showed the chief mechbot, still wearing the dunce cap she'd made out of a cracked funnel, pulling the guts out of her pod's circuit board. Her heart sank. Proximity alert! CE space cruiser, three light strobes to boarding. On the cusp of success, at the precipice of capture, Tink let a flurry of memories overtake her. The years of planning, finally getting Oberon to infiltrate the Loveliner server. The SS Romeo and Juliet being retired when the virus caused a spat of desperate lovers to commit suicide by airlock release. Oberon locking her and Captain Cupid, Aphrodite's former leader and current cyborg, in the dining hall with nothing but oysters, champagne, and bad saxophone. Evading Detective Wit. The proximity alert jerked her from her reverie. Two light strobes, and she needed to be loaded in her pod. Incoming message. C.E. Captain Wit Speculo. Tinker, shut down the engines and surrender immediately. A chime sounded. She was in, rooting through the back door she'd left open and parceling out the credits Oberon had amassed into waiting accounts under her new identity. All she had to do was make it to debauchery bank and claim her card and she could retire to unrefuted glory. She tried to pull her jump drive from the tower, but it was stuck fast. Another pop-up. What is your ideal mate? Stars. She was going to have to sprint for the escape pod. Out of time, ideas, patience, she typed Oberon into the answer box and gave a sharp tug. The drive popped out, and she stumbled back just as the door whooshed open to reveal Detective Wit. Long, glossy black hair and a neat ponytail, and uniform stretched tightly over a muscled body framed by her service weapons. Halt! Wit commanded. Tink cursed under her breath. Tucking the jump drive into the inner pocket of her belt, both of them were distracted by the euphoric jingle from the control screen. Match made. The Tinker is 100% compatible with Oberon. The captain eyed the screen warily. Who's Oberon? She radioed her team to clear the lower decks. Tink sneered at the monitor. The Oberon virus was so desperate to make her a match it was pairing her with lines of its own code. 404 error. Oberon not responding flashed over their heads as Wit approached with magnetic handcuffs. Can you shut it down? The captain barked. Tink shrugged. It wasn't like they'd trust her with the computer if she could. Wit pulled off a glove and revealed a pinky jackport. No, wait! The captain shoved it into the access slot, and her eyes clouded over. Host found. Transferring Oberon. 
Would you like to override existing identity with speculo? Tink froze. Even with the handcuffs on, she could still reach the controls. The echoes of Wit's team clanged through the hallways as she stood on the pinnacle of a decision. She tapped a single key. Wit jolted, then opened her eyes. When Tink looked into their mirrored depths, she saw only reflection of herself staring back at her. And she fell headlong into love. This has been Cruising for Love, written by K. O'Rourke. Manowaker Studios' flash fiction podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The flash fiction podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Derogi. Thanks for listening. Thank you.